My name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a delightful trip to the subreddits of Reddit. And of course, we'll be traveling to the subreddit known as Ask Reddit. Uh, Ask Reddit is a place where people pose questions to ask sort of blanket question of Reddit members and see what kind of replies they get. And often it can be no replies at all or very few or not enough. And then sometimes you get a really good one. Uh, and this one I saw in an article online. And this what is interesting, I thought, but I'll tell you what it is in a second. But first, I want to, as always, thank everyone who has been supporting the podcast on Patreon. I really appreciate it. And as I've said before, I totally understand if you only want to do it for a little while or not do it at all, it's purely voluntary. But I do appreciate the people who do uh, support me on Patreon. It's pretty amazing. And I super duper like it. And of course, thanks to everyone who uh, asked for magnets. I have a handful of magnets left. If you haven't gotten a magnet and you've always been wondering, hmm, should I get a magnet? Is it real? Will they hold things up? They will. It is. It is real. Uh, yeah, I have a few left, so ask away. I just sent one to Australia, so I do send them around the globe. And thanks to everyone who has rated the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and things like that. If you haven't done that, please go to iTunes and write a comment and vote for the podcast. I know some people are like, I don't use iTunes. You don't need to use iTunes. Just log into it, find the podcast, and vote on it and write a little review. You don't need to use it to uh, manage your music library. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know a lot of people use alternate podcast catchers and whatnot. I don't blame you for not using iTunes. I barely use iTunes, but that is where people get all their podcasts and all their ratings and stuff like that. So if you could, please do. I'm sure, you know, if you're embarrassed, you think like, maybe I'm going to vote on this and it's going to show up in my history somehow and people will know I listen to Lou Reads. Well, good. They should know. And they should also listen. And you should encourage them to listen by writing a fantastic review. Okay, enough of that nonsense. Let's move on to the actual reading of the stuff. And the first thing we'll read is this original post in the Ask Reddit subgroup of reddit.com. And the post was written by Chief Gage, and he posits the question, Flight attendants of Reddit, what's the most bizarre thing you've seen on a flight? And Intreption adds, My mom, who is a flight attendant, just told me this story on her trip where a woman went into the bathroom and forgot to lock the door. Now you have to remember just how small and crammed these bathrooms on planes are. So anyway, a man then went up to the bathroom thinking it was empty, opened the door, and stepped inside. Now upon stepping inside, he immediately saw her and quickly tried to move back out, except he had unknowingly stepped into her pants and hooked his foot in them. So when he jumped back out, he dragged her by the pants into the aisle with him. And then as she struggled to break free, he fell, so they also started rolling around the floor, fighting one another, her half-naked trying to pull her pants up, him panicked and desperate to be free. And Bookham adds, I walked into the only toilet that was unlocked slash available and there was a small Asian lady inside doing a poo. The look on her face was of horrific shock. I stepped back and waited for a toilet to become vacant and she was the first to finish. So I went into the same toilet and locked the door, looked into the bowl as one does, shitty skid marks all over the bowl and a foul stench. That's when I truly accepted that girls poo too. And Lithium adds, My mother was once on a plane behind a nice elderly couple. In the middle of the flight, the lady started shaking her husband gently and saying his name. She said his name louder and louder and then broke down sobbing. Apparently, he had died right there on the plane. The lady cried for the rest of the flight, with her dead husband sitting next to her. 
At the end of the flight, they told everyone to stay seated and removed his body without explaining what had happened. Edit. To all the people commenting that they should have let everyone else deplane before removing the body, I agree. That always struck me as the strangest part of the story. And Willie Conway adds, A friend was a flight attendant, and she told me about the time a mother asked her for a paper cup. The attendant got it for them, and then she held up her baby boy so he could piss in it. Then the mother simply handed the cup over to the flight attendant so she could throw it away. My friend said she wanted to throw it at the woman's face, but she politely carried away the son's piss instead. And PTRS asks, Chinese? And Willie Conway replies, Yes, East China Airlines. And PTRS writes, I am not surprised. And... Deleted asks, please explain. And Dr. Whoopass writes, Chinese are known for their odd interpretations of Western values and customs. And Earth Ambassador Luke writes, how in a million years with that ever be considered a custom in Western culture? And Dr. Whoopass replies, it's not, but you can't really deny that it seems that Chinese people tend to do odd things such as that. And Fights for the User writes, I once saw a Chinese guy taking a shit and reading the paper in the urinal at SeaTac Airport. And New Document writes, I work in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. The other day I saw a Chinese lady standing next to her toddler in the sidewalk waiting for him to finish taking a shit between them. <laughs> Not alleyway or side street, but straight sidewalk. Why do they see this as normal? And <laughs> weird. Asian bent. And Rolfian Arb writes, I saw a Chinese mother letting her son pee in a bottle in the supermarket, which she placed on the shelves and walked away. Brackets, Beijing. And Ice Mountain 87 adds, In general, the Chinese has this mentality that, quote-unquote, if I am paying, then I can do whatever the fuck I want. And it's Dom Ku writes, That's more of the rich mainland Chinese people. The ones who have the money to travel out of the country have more kids wear Hollister slash A&F casually and buy Apple watches. And Shady Baby 22 adds, Also, they don't use diapers. They have a hole in the back of little kids' clothes for them to go to the bathroom out of. If you've ever walked around Beijing, you've seen a baby or toddler held over a trash can while shitting. And Disco Tut writes, I live in China. The ones that use the split pants think like this. Ew, Westerners let their children sit in their filth. How barbaric. They have a point, not to mention that their kids are potty trained far earlier than American kids. My neighbors thought my son was retarded for not knowing how to use the toilet at 18 months. And Gambalore adds, I was on a flight sitting behind a woman who did the same thing with her elderly man, who I assume was her father. When the flight attendant realized what had happened, she was absolutely furious and yelled at her for several minutes about why that wasn't okay and how she could have asked them for help. The flight crew refused to dispose of the pee cup and made her hold it for the duration of the flight. What? The flight crew refused to dispose of the pee cup and made her hold it for the duration of the flight. Brackets covered in some way so that it wouldn't spill. When we landed, they had her stay in her seat to be spoken to by security or management or something. I didn't stick around long enough to find out what happened. Yeah, and I dislike Apple asks, why didn't the woman get up and pour it down the toilet? And Brandy Snow asks, why didn't the man just pee in the toilet? And Untitled 123BAM writes, not a flight attendant, but I saw a guy masturbating in his sleep on a plane once. It was awesome. And Iceland replies, 
Finally, something I can answer. Work for a decent-sized airline. One I found quite funny was a passenger that I had up in first class. Now, we are trained to treat these people like royalty, essentially, and basically give in to any demand they require of us. I'm going to preface this by saying a large portion of the male population that are flight attendants are of the gay community. Nothing wrong with it. It's just a statistical fact. Brackets, or at least the airline I work for, they are. I myself am not, but most people just assume you are. It doesn't bother me, so whatever. Anyways, flying from New York to California, have a 40-something old gentleman in first class with his pet. Let's call him Dr. D. Get Dr. D his food, drinks, and the rest of whatever it was. We get talking. He asks me about the job and where I am from and this and that. Dr. D seems like a cool dude. Then it gets really weird. He asks me very specific, Dr. D. So what are you into? I look at him like, uh, what do you mean what am I into? He sort of repeats the question, but then follows it with, well, are you into, like, bears? I am fairly quick-witted, but I didn't catch on quite so quickly this time, so I respond, uh, yeah, bears are cool. I like them. Why? And the doctor asks, oh, really? So you are, like, a power bottom? At this point, I realized I'd done goofed up. Shit. As Dr. D begins to elaborate on the quote-unquote bear lifestyle and inform me of all the drag club he dances at, he finally pops his real name and does a formal introduction only the way he could. Well, my name is, bracket, insert name here, but you can call me Dr. Daddy, brackets, hence to why we are referring to him as Dr. D. Great to meet you, Dr. Daddy. I'm Frank, brackets, not my real name. Dr. D, actually, can you excuse me for a second? I need to use the bathroom, but I need you to hold my dog for me while I do. So if you could just sit in my seat and hold him while I do, that would be great. I love dogs, so of course I oblige and hold his wiener dog. It was adorable. Dr. D proceeds to use the restroom while I sit sort of recapping what just happened. Then he comes back. Seems like you and the quote-unquote dog are getting along. Maybe one day you can come watch me dance and help stroke my wiener like that. I'm dying inside. Not really sure whether to laugh or cry or keep petting his dog, so I give an awkward laugh, hand the man his dog, and get out of his seat. Some more chatting back and forth, he tells me about his famous drag queen friends and how he's a big deal in the drag scene, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I remain composed. I think, do my job and play it off. Get him a drink or something, and we aren't far from our destination. After a bit more talking, he hands me a $100 bill as a quote-unquote tip. My thought process was this. If I take his money, does that make me a whore? If I don't take it and he complains and says I held his dog and shit instead of working and whatever, I might get in trouble. However, if I take his money and then try to give him the cold shoulder, then I'm just an asshole. You better believe I took that 100. On the ground and Dr. Daddy asks for my phone number. Shit. I learned from girls, maybe it's better to ask for theirs. So I put on the whole quote, quote oh, I'm sorry I'm working, but write it down on this napkin and I will text you after I am off the plane not. Threw the napkin away as soon as he left, took that $100 to Vegas the following week, bought a massive meatball sandwich, and lost the rest of the tables. Success. Yeah, I'll call you, Dr. Daddy, for a few hours for $100. Maybe I am a whore. TLDR, dude asked me to call him Dr. Daddy after a few hours and stroke his wiener. Gave me $100, lost it all in Vegas the following week. And Tame Flyaway writes, One lady was full-on screaming at me because I wouldn't let her into the crew rest area, insisting that I let her use the non-existent crew-only lavatory. And then there was the passenger who took a sleeping pill, sleepwalked, brackets, question mark, and peed on another passenger. 
and my slice of the pie writes, My sister is one, and she said that one time this black lady and her young son were sitting behind an older German lady and her adult daughter. The younger mom was paying no mind to her son who was screaming and bouncing around and kicking the old woman's seat. Daughter turns around and asks the mom in the best English she could, brackets fluent enough, but very clearly a German speaking, to calm down her child as he was kicking the seat of her elderly mother. The black lady flips her shit and says the Germans need to mind their own business. Well, that didn't sit well with the daughter who told the black lady that her son was acting like a monkey because he was, and she was completely ignorant to the racial connotations this country has tied to that exchange. Black lady absolutely loses it and starts beating the daughter. My sister had to break it up and told them to suck it up and sit down because the flight was full and they couldn't be moved. And if they didn't get along where they were, they would be removed. Black lady approaches my sister a few minutes later and demands to move. Sister repeats that she won't move her. Lady gets hostile. My sister offers to let her off the plane. Brackets. They hadn't even taken off yet. And catch a later one. So she finally gives up and sits back down. At the end of the flight, she told my sister she wanted free tickets and my sister essentially said, quote unquote, I don't handle that. Bye. Edit for clarification. Everyone seems under the impression that the daughter just took the beating. One, she didn't. She retaliated. And two, it was a cat fight, not an all out brawl. And Symbiosa writes, my aunt used to be a flight attendant for a number of years. One story in particular stood out. A woman OD'd on pills in a bathroom in the back. My aunt and the other attendants found her alive, but she died in their presence. The attendants quietly notified people in the last few rows and moved them to different seats, brackets possibly in first class, and laid the woman in the last row with a sheet over her. And of course, the back was sealed off. And... CRW 796 writes, Walked in on a dude jacketing it once. Lock the door, people. Other than that, honestly, it baffles me and amazes me every day how perfectly intelligent, reasonable human beings lose their minds once they step foot on an airplane. I once basically had an entire convention of surgeons on a flight, and they just could not figure out anything regarding the flight. Could not understand the overhead bin as shared space, constantly ordered beverages not on the menu, got up during relatively severe turbulence for the bathroom three minutes into the flight despite several PAs not not to. The saying goes, quote unquote, one checked bag, one checked brain. And it's bizarre how true it is consistently. And I will sue you writes, not a flight attendant, but this one time I saw some old dude walk into the middle of the aisle and drop his pants and yell that his penis had fallen off. When the attendant came over, she tried explaining to the man that it was right there. So he just said, quote unquote, if it's there, grab it then. The man had some balls to do that. He got away with it because he was old. So yeah, there's my story. Edit. She didn't grab it, unfortunately. And Mothman405 writes, Pilot here, so I hear tons of stories. Two months ago on my flight, there was a 20-something guy sitting directly next to the lav. It was a pretty short flight, maybe one, one and a half hours. But we kept the seatbelt sign on the whole time. It was a little bumpy. While in flight, the guy asks our flight attendant if he can go to the bathroom, bracket, since the fastened seatbelt sign is on. And she gives him the quote-unquote do-it-at-your-own-risk spiel to protect from liability. For some reason, he decides not to. We land and taxi to the gate, and he's just sitting there in the back of the plane. He just completely pissed his pants and was weirdly nonchalant on about it. He ended up changing in the back of the plane and threw his wet clothes away and went on as if nothing had happened. The next day as we were getting off the plane, the next crew was waiting to take the plane from us. Our flight attendant and theirs knew each other so they were chatting and she told the other one the piss pants story. The other flight attendant said that earlier in the day she had a guy brackets mid-30s who was sitting about quarter way into the plane whose colostomy bag broke and ended up spilling all the way to the back as he sprinted to the lab. He left poop prints all the way back. She felt awful for him and did her best, but a few passengers ended up puking. She ended up going on the PA to announce that if anyone had anything to say about it, go to her in an attempt to protect the guy. 
and deleted ads. Not a flight attendant, but I literally saw the airplane scene from Bridesmaids unfold. This woman was on Xanax slash drunk and kept going up to the first class area despite repeated warnings. It ended with LAPD escorting the woman off the plane as soon as we landed. And Coco Sunny June writes, This will probably get buried, but I'm sharing it anyways. My mom has been a flight attendant for almost 30 years now, so she has her share of stories. The one that sticks out the most prominently in my mind, however, is this one. A few years ago, her airline started allowing non-service animals to travel, so long as they're in carrying cases. Shortly after this became a thing, she had a woman on board who had a case with a cat in it. Despite being one of the first aboard, she sat towards the back of the plane. As more passengers boarded, people started to come up front to complain to my mom about the foul smell coming from the back lavatory. My mom went to go see what was wrong and everything was fine, but she could smell it too. At first, she dismissed it, sprayed some room spray, and went back to prepare for takeoff. As the final passengers boarded, more people came to complain about the awful smell that had yet to disappear. My mom goes to the back of the plane and finds the source of the smell to be the woman's cat carrier. It turns out there wasn't just one cat in it. There were two, and one was dead and decomposing. Needless to say, she was escorted off the plane with her cats in tow. How she even got past security is beyond me. TLDR, people complain about bad smell in the back of the plane, and it turned out a woman brought a dead and already decaying cat on board. And King Newbie adds, Not a flight attendant, but I fly a lot. Two things. Completely full flight. After landing, we were at the gate, and we were told to sit still and not get out of our seats. Two minutes later, the plane doors opened and three cops came in, went all the way to the back, one had his hand near his gun. They came forward with a young man who looked like he was having heroin withdrawals, cuffed and stuffed. Two, once went to the lavatory and after entering saw the entire bathroom covered in crap, mirror and everything. I found a flight attendant and told her that someone had a bad day and someone else will have a bad day shortly. Check the lavatory. She looked, rolled her eyes and put up an out of order sign. And KDMA81 writes, Not a flight attendant, but I spent the past five years flying all over the nation for work. In all that time, the worst thing I saw was also kind of inspiring and awesome, but, I mean, fuck, you know? I was on a flight to New York, having just left Denver, when a substantially older gentleman stands up to use the restroom. He walks not so gingerly into the forward lavatory and closes the door behind him. A few minutes later, the door slides open and a hand pops out, waving towards who I presume was his wife. Apparently, this gentleman had a bit of an issue and judging by the smell that rapidly engulfed the cabin, I'd presume a fairly serious one. Over the next few minutes, the wife cleaned and aided her husband in finishing his duties, all the while leaving the door open and together they walked hand in hand back to their seats. No one clapped or anything, I imagine because hands were busy holding shirt to face, but you could tell that a few people were tearing up from the exchange. I mean, that's love, you know? Then again, in retrospect, I believe they could have been tearing up from the smell. I'd like to think it was rather moving. And Paola Rod writes, My mom was a flight attendant for a budget airline for about seven years. The story that still baffles me is, On flights from Miami to Haiti, this happened multiple times. Passengers from Haiti would get up to use the bathroom, and if they were being used, they would just pull their pants down and go to the bathroom right there in the hallway in the back. My mom and other flight attendants didn't speak their language, but would try to get them to stop. It didn't work most of the time, and obviously it was a turn that most flight attendants would try to get out of working. And Humming Cancer writes, I'm not a F.A., but a gate agent slash ramper. I've seen a man sleeping so deeply, a Leo, which is a law enforcement officer, had to violently shake him awake after his flight landed. A total of 18 ketchup packets emptied into a seat back pocket happened once. The F.A. had the pilot call in to warn us it needed cleaning. An elderly lady didn't quite make it to the lab once and shit from row 9 to row 13 on her way back down the aisle. 
Sadly, row 13 was open, and she gave up and sat there. The same day, a small child had a similar problem, but way less volume. Three hours later, a man who ate crap food at ORD came out both ends of the lab of yet another plane. It was a rough day for packs and for we lowly rampers. A quote-unquote fecal frenzy is how we refer to it. A crazy lady said MFA was quote-unquote trying to poison her while the plane was still at the gate, brackets before drink service, caused a medical emergency and prevented the flight from leaving until she was examined, brackets, and subsequently pulled. I have handled a diversion, a plane intended for a city but landed at my station, for a PAX just being an unruly fuck. They don't divert for that often. Never quite got the whole story on that since they just arrested the douche, got some fuel, and left. Shit, I could go on. To all those flight attendants out there, I know the struggle is real. I am sorry. Sorry I bored those fucks on your plane. You folks have the wills of tempered steel. So much respect. Sorry for formatting. Mobile. And Doki Doki Gal writes, The usual nada F.A., but... I was traveling with my then BF from Florida to Japan. He was battling a pretty bad cold for a few days, so he was taking meds every few hours. I woke up randomly mid-flight and noticed he looked panicked. He told me that he lost consciousness and that when he woke up, he noticed he wet himself. I felt his skin and it was really cold and clammy. He was acting like he was going to lose consciousness again, just as an F.A. walked by, so I got her attention. The pilot said over the speakers there's a very sick passenger and if there's a doctor on board to get to our seats as soon as possible. There happened to be a cardiologist flying to Tokyo for a conference. My BF's BP, brackets blood pressure, was 60 over 40 and Doc felt only a faint pulse. The doctor took him out of his seat and laid him down on the aisle and raised his legs. He wasn't stabilizing so they took him to an area where food is usually prepared to monitor his respirations and do CPR if they needed to. After giving him about three rounds of meds and an IV, he started to stabilize. Until he was stabilized, I couldn't see him because they were expecting the worst. He had nearly OD'd, and the doctor said if he would have lost consciousness again, he probably would have died. When we landed in Tokyo, we were rushed to the ER for EKGs and a host of other tests. And Perchfield adds, not really on a flight. My mom was a flight attendant in the 90s, brackets, before my birth in 94, and she decided to work the plane her parents, my grandparents, were getting on their return flight from an island resort. Instead, she attends the holiday. Why not? So as they sit and wait for the return flight, watching the company's logo fly over and around a mountain range, it crashes directly into one. Everyone died, her colleagues, passengers, and meant to be her. They all cried for a long time. I'm lucky. I was kept from hearing that until I was 18. Pretty nuts. And Zarmitsu writes, I am not a flight attendant, but a mechanic. My most entertaining gate call was for a kitten that had gotten loose on the plane. An elderly woman had brought her kitten in a soft crate and opened it to be nice to the kitten. It had run to the front of the plane and gotten inside the cockpit. We had to deplane all the passengers and search the entire plane nose to tail. We finally found the kitten snuggled in some insulation between the cockpit and the avionics bay. And Nerdosorgasm writes, I had a guy in first class on an international flight stripped down naked in his sleep, walk down the aisle, and fail at getting into the bathroom. I grabbed a blanket and ushered him back to the seat where he woke up and asked, where his clothes went. He had had a lot of wine, and later I found out he mixed it with sleeping pills. Wine and sleeping pills make for good stories. And Truman Chipotle 17 writes, Not a F.A., but travel all the time. The best one I've seen was a deuce to ord flight. I was seated next to an elderly Slavic woman, and in front of us was a younger woman and a kid speaking the same language. I assumed it was grandma, mom, and grandson traveling together. Anyway, we were about 15 minutes into the flight when the kid in front of us starts jacking around with his seat, recline, unrecline, recline, unrecline, to which the elderly woman stood up and smacked the shit out of the kid's head. 
Based on the pissed-off reaction from the mom, they did not know one another. That old Slavic lady was a total badass and lived my personal dream of being able to smack a misbehaving kid on a flight. Brackets, the mom complained to the F.A. who basically told her, quote-unquote, well, make your kid sit still. I love Lufthansa. And Markovich 1928 adds, I was flying Moscow to Ufa, sat in my seat, no seatbelt. Asked the lassie, oh, sorry, the paramedics had to cut that one out. Flying Moscow, Donetsk, there's a passenger yakking away on his mobile. A French guy calls a stewardess and says, quote, unquote, tell him to stop. It'll affect the electronics on the flight. Stewardess looks at him deadpan and says, quote, unquote, don't worry. There aren't any electronics on these old planes. And Crazel adds, flew to Oss once and had to take a connecting flight from Brisbane to Perth. Anyway, we boarded their native airline and were sitting on the plane for about half an hour before we got a PA to say we'd be moved to another plane shortly because the overhead compartment door in one of the compartments was broken. We sat there for another half hour before we were ushered out, I assumed because of a baggage transfer. We get on this new plane and my mom grabs the handle of the overhead baggage compartment and the whole thing comes clean off. All I remember is looking around embarrassed as fuck just to see the whole lot of passengers staring at us holding their breaths. Mom replaced the compartment door and said, quote unquote, don't open that one to me and the whole cabin let go of their breath and continued stowing their carry on. I'm not entirely sure where the flight attendants were and how they didn't notice everyone pause and gasp. And Shining Pete writes, flying to ATL to Joburg on SA Airways 747. At the time, the second longest flight in the world. It's still in the top 10 at about 13 and a half hours in the air. Partway through the flight, I got up to stretch my legs, doing circuits down the galley in the back and up the midway restrooms when motion up on the ceiling in the back of the plane catches my eye. There's a ladder running up the wall into a hatch in the ceiling. A small child, maybe three years old, dressed in formal dashiki cloth outfit, comes into the hatch and then climbs down the the ladder, then another one, then another one. All in all, there were five or six of them up there. Apparently, SA Airways makes accommodations for flight attendants to bring their children on flights. There is a nursery for the kids to sleep up in the ceiling during the flight. Have no idea why they were dressed that way, except their outfits were similar to the flight attendants. Maybe it is required like employee uniform. And TXPIF23 writes, a famous basketball player's wife refused to put the seatbelt on her child literally started shouting at me and said he quote-unquote doesn't like it listen i don't care what he likes if something happens he's flying through the cabin also a man had eye surgery the day of his flight as we were landing he was screaming in pain his eye looked like it was falling out and blood was coming out had to have paramedics meet us last one a guy ran to the front and tried to open the cockpit door. He was quickly restrained and peed his pants. He said he thought the door led to the bathroom. And Athletics Ticks writes, Not a flight attendant, just a passenger, yet I have some gems. I was traveling solo. Middle-aged lady next to me was super polite. We both kept to ourselves. Five hours into the flight, everyone is asleep with the lights down, cabin is silent. I'm dozing off. Lady next to me suddenly wakes up, screaming at the top of her lungs, screaming and saying nothing coherent, brackets, from an apparent nightmare, grabbing my arm. Damn. Woke half the cabin up. Another flight traveling solo, this time shorter flight, and the person next to me is a slightly older dude in his 30s. 
30s. I'm in my 20s. We're about two hours from the destination, so the local news from our destination city is being broadcasted. They are showing footage of a jetliner on fire at the airport. The man next to me shares an eyebrows-raised glance with a smile. We know it is highly unlikely to affect us, yet understand that the footage is being played on the communal big screens and other sections. Passengers are bailing down the slides, fire trucks the works. I was shared a pull-out mini-TV with the random dude next to me. We were both watching with headphones. The plane in the news suddenly explodes. I shit you not, while people have barely finished bailing. We both looked at each other, giggled at the irony, then changed the channel. Pretty sure it wasn't at the specific airport we were arriving at, but the local news was running the footage. And Guyana Stater writes... My wife works regular long hauls from the U.S. to Asia, so there is always plenty of time for shenanigans. My favorites are elderly lady who said she could drink liquor immediately threw up in her seat and refused to clean herself off. She sat there for eight hours stewing in her own vomit. A passenger refused to sleep in his seat and would only sleep next to the emergency door in the galley. The F.A.s had to threaten him a few times. Passengers sneaking up to first class to pilfer the snack and ice cream cart is always funny to hear. A few first-time Chinese flyers refused to sit down during landing. They thought it was like a bus stop. Get up before you stop so you can get off quickly. Brackets, kind of cute, but landing was aborted. A kid once snuck into the F.A. bunk bed area. Scared the hell out of her. No idea how he got in. And Choo Choo Violet writes, Most bizarre things I have ever encountered. While on transit in one domestic port, I had to clean the seat pockets of a few rows. I reached into one and came out with a bloody sanitary pad. My reflex was to flung it straight to the aisle, brackets, it was the middle seat, and scream out of shock. My other colleagues thought I was losing my mind, but when they realized there's a bloody maxi pad in the middle of the aisle, they were all screaming in disgust as well. Hilarious and traumatized at the same time. Edit, it was an Arab woman sitting in the seat before the wonder of passenger manifest lists and metal and metal mermaiden writes my ex-sister-in-law is a flight attendant she once saw a lady breastfeeding her cat and Travelin' Man 88 writes, Used to work in the airline industry on the ground. Here are some stories. Woman had dog travel below with luggage that got out and shit on everyone's luggage. Then when the plane landed and the belly opened up, the dog took off running. They couldn't catch it for 20 minutes. Finally, the lady who owned the dog went out on the tarmac and the dog came running to her. That's where the term scared shitless comes from. People die in flight pretty regularly. More than you'd think. It happened... Three to four times in the year and a half I worked for an airline. I worked on a really small airline, too. The flight attendants once thought a guy was dead, called medical help, ends up that he was just in a really deep, deep sleep in first class. Too much booze and ambient, maybe. And Pop Smoke adds, I work on the ground for an airline. Over the years, I've seen a few passengers die en route. They're always pronounced dead in the jetway. If they died on the aircraft, it could potentially take that airplane out of service during any investigation. Airplane lose money sitting on the ground. So they always, quote unquote, die just off the airplane. And Bad Luck Tonberry writes, My mother is a flight attendant, and once when boarding passengers early a.m., Gary Busey walked on boarding, leaving behind an attractive, brackets, assumed 18-year-old girl. When he walked past my mother, he mentioned having just finished his mid-morning aerobics. This happened some odd 10 years ago. And Pogo12345 writes, I must be the only flight attendant with no crazy stories. The worst I have is probably high-slash-drunk passengers behaving like children or psychopaths, brackets or both, depending on whose children we're talking about. I once had a man try to molest the woman next to him. 
plenty of people watching porn. Perhaps the craziest of them all would be the passengers that buckle their seatbelts and listen to the safety demo. I have flown with people who have had some crazy stuff go down. One crew member told me about a flight where this couple came on board looking pretty rough. About halfway through the flight, the boyfriend started experiencing a lot of pain in the lower half of his body. They ended up having a medical diversion. Sometime between landing and the paramedics arriving, it was discovered that the couple was smuggling drugs. They, brackets, or someone had sliced open parts of their body to hide drugs, stitch it back up, and got on the plane. I heard this story so long ago I can't remember all the details, but I think that would count as bizarre. Another story from a roommate. She was deadheading to base, and this lady behind her started screaming for someone to help started screaming for someone to help her husband. My roommate takes tur- My roommate turns around and sees he is having what appears to be a seizure. She calls the working crew over, and while they take care of the situation, she realizes the husband and wife have like six children with them. One of them is an infant, and my roommate holds the little girl in her arms and gets to and gets to calm her down as the mother is freaking out and screaming at the top of her lungs. The father is unresponsive. When they land and medical personnel show up, the guy gets up on his own and walks off the plane as if nothing ever happened. The family followed. To this day, we are convinced it was a quote-unquote practice run for an attack. And Fru World writes, Not a flight attendant, but this one really fat dude was trotting along the aisle sideways when a kind Indian man behind him asks if they can swap seats so he can sit next to his dad. Brackets, this is an eight-hour flight from Singapore to Sydney. And the fat man is just like, quote-unquote, nah, that's like illegal. I found it pretty obnoxious and obviously lazy on his part. And deleted ads. My mom was a flight attendant back in the 80s. Back in the 80s, NBA teams used to fly commercial. She was an attendant on the flight that the Celtics were flying on. She said they all acted wild the whole time and Larry Bird was an asshole. Jasukabab writes, Oh, I'm not a flight attendant, but I was a passenger on a flight where an old woman shat herself. Unfortunately, it was not just a solid log falling out of her skirt. It was proper diarrhea that just trickled down her leg and all over the floor. I was sitting right behind where it happened and it was absolutely completely nightmarish. She was very old and she had been standing in the queue for quite a while, so of course I do feel bad for her, but that was fucking disgusting. It also didn't help that we were about halfway to NY from London at this point. I felt worse about the flight attendant that had to clean that shit up. He spent the good half of an hour scrubbing the carpet with all kinds of soaps and scrubs. After a while, he just gave up and put some blankets over the stained spot. And parking lot ranger ads. My sister is a flight attendant. She said some guy dropped trow and took a dump right in the aisle one time. She also said a famous actress was in first class with her young child and demanded that the flight attendants change the kid's diaper and got belligerent when they refused. And I roll 20s ads. I flew to Morocco on Royal. Air Maroc. This Moroccan couple had a fussy child and it threw up all over the dad. He gets up and apparently washed the shirt out in the lab since he's walking back shirtless, hangs the shirt dripping wet off the luggage bins, then promptly leaves the wife and screaming child and goes and sits somewhere in the back of the plane. And I simulations ads. Not exactly a flight attendant, but I... <laughs> That's interesting. But I was on a flight to Florida from the UK and it ended up being sick in mine and my family's shoes. Can you believe there was only one sick bag and it had already been used? And Knee Dragon 1 writes, Was on my way for another business trip in line at Security International Checkpoint, and I'm like five to six people away from getting my passport and ticket checked. There's a guy behind making all kinds of odd remarks about, quote-unquote, can you say bomb in here? And I hope you don't find my narcotics. All kinds of ignorant. I'm about to watch some shit 
it go down comments. I finally turn around and it's Pauly Shore, looking identical to what he did in Biodome. No shit. All of a sudden, the guy checking IDs has to walk away and do something, no clue what it was. Suddenly, Pauly now gets behind the counter like he works there and starts checking tickets. It was fucking hysterical. My rando story of the day. And finally... I will read a story not from this, but from a pilot friend of mine who, when I told him I was doing this episode, shared this with me. We had a woman over-medicate her carry-on dog. It would not calm down. So the woman took it out of the pet carrier. She was told repeatedly she had to put the pet away. Finally, the lead flight attendant came up and said, Look, you have to put the dog away. She replied that her precious child refused to be put in the carrier and she was too upset. Finally, the flight attendant said, quote unquote, Look, put the dog away. It's not like it's going to die. The woman reluctantly put the panicking pooch away. Fifteen minutes later, the dog was dead of a heart attack. The wailing was very loud. I had the flight attendant convinced that Customs was going to cut it open at the gate. You give it puppy Ativan and it does nothing, so you give it more, and it's pumping heart and adrenal system overpowers it till it explodes. There was a lot of wailing. Well, what did you think of those stories? It may have been on the tame side. I felt like after the skin pick episode, we needed a little bit of a, a palate cleanser. So I hope you enjoyed it. Flying on planes is always a ridiculous experience. I have luckily avoided knock on internet wood that uh, I have luckily avoided people shitting in the aisles. That would be a super bummer. Uh, I have I have flown on China Airlines and, and uh, besides it being a forever China East Airlines. And besides the flight taking forever to get to Shanghai, it was normal. The movies of the show on there are a little on the bizarre side. It was no big deal. Flying as a child, pre-9-11. I do remember one flight. I don't remember where I was going. But I had <laughs> I had a tin of Dungeons & Dragons dice that I had in my bag. And then when we were taking off, the tin opened up and all my dice rolled down the aisle. <laughs> I had to go and look for them all, all the, my 20-sided dice. And it was uh, embarrassing at the time. Telling the story is more embarrassing just due to the nerdliness of it. I also one time sat next to a person who was in charge of making these scratch-off games for McDonald's for a super long time ago, McDonald's scratch-off game promotion that they were doing. She gave me a bunch of scratch-offs. I think I may have won some fries. They were asteroids themed, the video game. Anyway, flying is crazy. And finally, my other story is that flying back from my friend Finn's wedding, I was watching Donnie Darko on my computer. This is a long time ago. I was flying from Vegas to New Hampshire. Uh, we were flying through some crazy turbulence and most people had fallen asleep, but I was watching the Donnie Darko movie and the, spoiler alert, part of Donnie Darko where his girlfriend gets hit by the car caught me so off guard that I screamed Jesus Christ like super loud on the plane and woke up my wife who was uh super angry <laughs> I screamed with panicky like that on the plane she thought something was, she thought we were going down luckily we were not we did get diverted though not because of my screaming Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank everyone who has donated to the podcast once again. And please, please do me a favor and write a review on iTunes. It's not that big of a deal to give Apple your, your email address. <laughs> I don't know how people find this podcast. 
Mostly, I think it's by word of mouth or uh, hearing me on other things. But please, if you happen to find in your heart, write a review on iTunes. I would appreciate it. That and tell everyone you know that you love listening to this podcast and it is the best thing ever. (laughs) And it's a great thing to force people to listen to on road trips. So think about that. So that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. Flight Attendant Tales of Reddit edition, even though it was mostly people who weren't flight attendants. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.